This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money Show. It's Tuesday, January 24th. Mark, where's the sound effect for me? Thank you. Oh, that was good. Today is the publication date for The Great Money Reset, my book. And I'm so psyched about it. So there's a lot of stuff going on this week. I'm on television a lot this week promoting it. I'm on the radio. Uh, where else am I on? I'm, I'm kind of on wherever anyone asks me. I, I will end up on podcasts that people will not actually believe I'm going to. I don't care. I want people to buy this book. And I even had one podcast ask that was, I felt like not necessarily on brand with me, but I did it anyway. Okay. I just did it anyway. So uh, I'm going to do things that maybe, unless it's like disgusting, then I won't. But <laughs> anything other than disgusting, I'm going to do because I really do. I like this book. Now, Mark, uh, when you heard the first chapter, because if anyone is like tantalized and wants to think about like whether or not they should get the book, um, you can go to our other podcast, Jill on Money, where I released the audio of the first chapter last week. So you can start to hear a little bit about it, but it's not as much fun as reading it in my own voice. I read the book. I did the audio version. It's just, you know, it's funnier when you read it, like as you would think I would read it sort of normally, not as like the audiobook version where I'm very buttoned down. So Mark, was there anything surprising in the book? Anything that you thought was different than what you thought it was going to be? The content of the book? No, that's pretty much what I expected it to be. Okay, good. Good. You th but I told you it was going to be more buttoned down because they have you like straight jacketed in the studio. And like you, if you take a sip of water, they're like, do it again. Anyway, check it out. It's on our other broadcast at Jill on Money. And that is on our website. So it was we did it as three episodes on the Jill on Money podcast last weekend, the long weekend of Martin Luther King Day weekend. So that Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So you can have a little taste and then you can order the book. Or you can just love us so much that you just want to order the book right now. You can go to the website, jillonmoney.com, and there is a place so you can order The Great Money Reset, which is really, um, it's going to be fun. I think this is a, I think this book is a lot more fun than the first one because the other one was 
it was the obvious first book I should write, which is my approach to real financial planning, which is different than a lot of other people's, you know, where I brought up a lot of the emotional aspects. But this book is about you guys. You created this content with me. Your calls, your questions were the germination of this book. So uh, I consider it a a community-based book, even though I did the writing. But, you know, take pride in it because you all participated, whether you listened passively or you called, you know, and, and were interactive. That's awesome. And I love the community and we're very grateful that you listen every single time that you do listen. So, Mark, let me stop talking about the book, which will happen eventually. Like in two months, I'll stop talking about the book. Maybe. Let's talk to Melanie, who's on the line from the Bay Area today. Melanie, welcome to the program. Have you ordered the book yet? Are you ready to order it from that description? I have not, but I will need to. <sighs> Only if I give you permission, because it looks to me like you're you're a student. So I don't know if you should be spending a lot of money. So what's going on? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a student. I'm about to graduate for my undergrad, and then I'm looking to go to grad school. And I'm just kind of curious on what to do with my money and how to save and how to invest. Why is it that you're so into your money? Most college students are like not really into their money. So what is the, like, what's the nature of this? Are you, is it worries about grad school? Will you have debt when you um, actually uh, finish your, your undergraduate studies? What's going on? Thankfully, I will not be in debt. I actually went to community college for two years and then transferred. And then as long as I stay in state, I shouldn't end with any debt. Was that a hard process? Because oftentimes I will say things like, go to community college and transfer. And some people have said to me, it's not quite as easy as I make it seem. So tell us a little bit about that process of going through those community college years and then applying to transfer. Was it tough? Yes and no. I didn't know what I wanted to do going into community college. So I kind of had that time to figure it out. And then once I knew, it made it easier to transfer because I knew what classes I had to have. Mm -hmm. And at least for California, the transferring process from community college to state schools is super easy. Oh, awesome. That's great to know. I think it's probably a little different because California has such a good state college system. Maybe in other states, it could be more difficult. So when you graduate, presuming you have no debt, which is fabulous, tell us about what you're planning on studying. Like what's happening for grad school? What do you think? Uh, I'm looking into speech pathology. I feel judged already, Mark, because I feel like I'm now, did I swallow my L? Am I being precise? All right. And how much will that cost to go to get a degree for speech pathology? Um, for grad school, if yeah. I stay in the state, probably around 20 grand for tuition. And then what about living? Would you live home? Do you, are you li renting right now? What's happening? Um, right now, I'm renting for my undergrad. Um, depending on where I go, I would either live at home or continue to rent. When you say twenty grand a year for tuition, it would be twenty grand total. Okay, good. How many years is it? Two. Have you saved money already? Um, yeah, my parents actually set up a five twenty nine plan for me, so I have that, and then anything after that is. Ooh, how much money's in the five twenty nine? That I'm not totally sure. I think there's around twenty five left. All right, so. What have you saved yourself in this period of time during undergraduate? What do you have? Um, in my own personal savings, I have yep. about 25000 mm -hmm. And that's just from working and everything since I was in high school. And then 
I actually was given an inheritance at one point, and that was about 60 grand, and that's already invested. How is that invested, Melanie? Is it in uh, mutual funds or stocks, or where, where is it invested right now? Um, mutual funds and one main stock. Is it because the person who you inherited the money for, from worked at that one place? Um, they worked at a different place, and they only had the one stock, and everything was in the one stock. So oh we actually transferred a lot of it. So fine to tap the money in the inheritance to pay for grad school. You cool with that? If I needed to. If you needed to. Okay. So are you still working right now? Just over the summer. Do you have money that's in um, a Roth IRA or an IRA? Um, no, that's what I was kind of interested in. I wasn't sure what to do. Last year, how much money did you earn? Probably around 10000 Okay. Mark, I feel comfortable with uh, Melanie putting some money in a Roth IRA. Do you? Any investment she does outside of a brokerage account. So, you know, when you eventually get a job, 401k, whatever it is, uh, your IRAs, I think she sh everything she does should be all Roth all the time. So she made 10000 last year, so she can still contribute to a Roth IRA for 2022. Exactly. So you can put for for last year, for 2022, you can put $6,000 in. Okay. So I'm just going to put that aside for a second. In 2023, what do you think you will earn? Probably around similar, maybe a little less. Okay. So maybe, you know, if it wasn't 10, maybe it's eight grand. The rule on a Roth is that you can put in up to $6,500 this year, 2023, um, but you have to have at least $6,500 of earned income. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. If you were to do that, here's how I would think about it. You know you have, let, I'm going to pretend that like, let's just make round numbers, that in the 529 plan, let's say there's 20 grand left, which means you have another $20,000 to float. The $25,000 in savings I'm, I feel a tiny bit protective over that because when you are in grad school, will you be able to work still or not? I'm not sure. Let's say not, right? Like you got to be a full-time student and kick some butt, right? And then let's say that that $27,000 that you have in savings should kind of stay in savings to help you pay for your over and above tuition, Okay just to keep it safe and sound, boring, high yield savings account, fine. But in that inheritance, when did you inherit the money? Maybe like two years ago, two, three. 
Okay. If I looked at those mutual funds and the stock, is there a capital gain? Have you made money since two years ago? Or do you think you've lost money since two years ago? I've made like a little bit. It's gone up a little bit. So if we were to sell some of that, we could essentially not necessarily have to pay a big capital gains tax. That would be my guess. So the two ways to think about this is that you've got money that's set aside already that you could use. Like you could use this 25 grand in savings. You will make sure you can put $6,000 into a Roth IRA for last year, for 2022, okay? The second thing that you can do is you can also make a contribution for your 2023 Roth IRA. You can put $6,500 in there. So then all of a sudden, look at me spending your money. Your 25 grand in savings is now, you know, less 12.5, right? So you've basically halved your savings. Okay. So you keep that savings in there. You keep your 12.5 in savings. Now, once you know, when do you think you'll know about grad school and like where you're living, et cetera? Uh, probably within the next two, three months. Okay. So I would probably in preparation start to free up some of the money. Now, Mark, should she spend the 529 plan money last because it's already been taxed? What's the game plan there? Why not just use that for grad school? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, that we use that for the first year, but then we have a second year to deal with. Isn't that the total cost of the the grad school? I thought that was per year, and isn't it a two-year program? It's one year. Oh, it's it's, one year. so, So 20 for total. Oh, then we're good. Then use that and pay for school and we're done. And then you don't even have to worry about the inheritance you could leave alone or you could free it up if you need a little bit of cash, a little bit, and you're done. And you've got a nice, you've got two years of retirement accounts funded and you got your grad school will be paid for and you've got this 60 grand in inheritance. And did you inherit this and not make a trade in this account or you and moved it? Like, where is this account held? Um, it's in Pershing. And is it, do you have an advisor? Yes. Do we have to stay with this advisor or not? I mean, is this like your family advisor? My family uses it. Can we move out of it or not? I could. So there are three funds. One is like a Fidelity stock fund. One is a BlackRock income fund. One is a PIMCO income fund. These are like totally silly for a 20, how old are you? 22? 21. Yeah. Okay. So I think that what I would do is this. I would sit, again, if you can do this with your family's blessing, just say, you know what, I'm going to use some of this money for grad school. I'm going to put money in a right retirement account, but I don't want you to open the Roth IRA with this person, you know? And so what I would do is I would say, I would probably just go to Fidelity or to Vanguard or to Charles Schwab, open up an account, And then have the cash would come in, you know, there's $60,000 in there. So what would your allocation be? Knowing that Melanie might need a few bucks out of this account, maybe. But what do you want the allocation to be? Let's give her like the, make this easy. First account starting out, what do you want the allocation to be, Mark? 
Yeah, and Melanie, this would be a, a just a taxable brokerage account. I, I would not go any more conservative than 80% in stocks and 20% for bonds for her. I would probably maybe make it 90-10, but that's me. You sell everything in this account, whatever the taxes, you make sure we understand what the taxes would be due. So the taxes that would be due, so you understand, is the difference between the date of death valuation, so whenever uncle died, to when you sell it, that's the period of time we're looking at to find out whether there is a gain or a loss, okay? You move the money over, the money will come in as cash because most of these, you're not going to want to keep these funds. Before you sell everything, we want to make sure we know what is the tax liability. You won't have to pay the tax this year. This is for a year from now, presuming you do this, okay? Next, pick a place to move the account. Go look at Fidelity, Schwab, Vanguard, E-Trade, TD Ameritrade. You can look at those. Go onto the website, download the app, play around with it, see which one feels like the right one for you. It's just, you know, you've used websites your whole life. You use apps your whole life. Figure out which one feels easiest to navigate. Pick one, move the money wherever you land. Uh, an extended stock market index, 60% United States. Then another 15% will be an international stock index. Then 10% in a bond index, an intermediate term bond index, and 10% sits in a money market account. That's it. Next up, wherever you open that account, you're going to open up a Roth IRA. You can do that 2022 contribution. You know, you can do that now, like today, if you want to do it. Here's the thing. I mean, she knows she made $6,000 last year. Should she wait to do 2023 if for some reason the income goes down and she doesn't make 6500 bucks? Is there any way, Melanie, that you won't make $6,500 this year? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> so I, I would wait till you know what your income is for this year, which will probably be, you know, obviously later after the summer when you do your work. As soon as you know that you made $6,500 for this year, then you can make your 2023 contribution. And then you're all set. So here's my biggest question to you. How do you feel about all this? It's kind of overwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to make it really easy. Did you see how he did like that? Do, 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 do. Yes. You see that? It sounds worse than it is. One step, figure out tax liability. Next step, play with some platforms. Third step, move money. That's it. The investment stuff's the easiest part, but those are your three first steps. I think you can do this. Now, I don't want to cause a huge family issue, but I think you can do it. Do you feel okay? Yes. Yes. Poor Melanie, 21 years old, starting off. Good for you. Thank you for getting in touch with us. If you, like Melanie, have a question about how to get started, and Melanie's in amazing shape, by the way, community college to public college to grad school. There's a little bit of money left over. Know how smart that is to just, instead of wasting your parents' money and your time or putting yourself in huge debt, if you don't know what you want to do, community college and then the shift to public, wow, that's that's a big, big change. She could be, you know, Mark, this is the kind of caller that could be in the hole for 80 grand 10 years from now. Do you know what I mean? So this is a really smart decision. So this is the first step to getting your financial life on track. All you need to do if you want that exact same help, whether you're 21 or 81, if you're just starting out or restarting your life 
or you are coming out of an event, a death, a divorce, something going on, give us a holler. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, complete the form. At the end of the form, it says, would you be willing to come on the program? If you say yes, then Mark does everything else. Anyway, you can follow us wherever you find your favorite podcast. Check out our other shows. Zzz, plural. We've got the Jill on Money podcast, but we also have a radio show. All of our content lives on our website, jillonmoney.com. There you can order the Great Money Reset update today. So get going. Mark Talercio is the co-host and the executive producer of this program. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Please try to do something nice for someone else today. Our mantra for 23 comes straight from the book. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.